Hey guys, today is episode four on the mental health aspect with shooting blanks. I sit down with Tiffany and she talks about her experiences with it. Um, she is very popular on TikTok. She's a hilarious woman. I have loved following her for as long as I have on both Instagram and TikTok. And I think you guys are going to enjoy today's episode. Um, today's episode is brought to you by Locals Only Unlimited. It is a perfect brand for the hardworking blue collar person in your life. Check out the store, the Instagram, grab some stickers, some hoodies, tank tops for yourself or loved ones, as well as check out Blue Collar Camera for anything for photography, for editing, just to get some uh, creative content out there for you guys. All right, enjoy. So first, how are you? Everything good? I'm here. I'm here, so I'm going to I'm gonna take that as a win all day, every day. <laughs> that is a win. That is a win. So are you down to do more of a um, mental health type? talk with whatever you've been through i'm i'm down for pretty much whatever aside from the one topic that i didn't think of that you mentioned i said (laughs) sort of off limits um so aside from that i mean i talk about my you know i have no issues talking about numbers i just won't talk about like where i work and who i work for for i'm the same way i won't i'll say that i'm an electrician but i won't say what union what company you know that sort of thing because that will come back and bite me in the ass Correct. Um, so, and I'll probably keep this part in there too. Um, right now, up until this past two weeks, in in one week, I told my union, the governor of California, and the vice president to fuck off, um, unintentionally. But it was it was fun. Um, I've tried my best to keep because I have my brand, locals only, mm-hmm. um, and it's for essentially blue collar workers. Um, I just I do art and I have fun with it, so I just try to make gear and stickers for them to have fun. Sure. Um, and because I'm in the final year of my apprenticeship and everything with the recall in California, they're like, Hey Nick, come through, come meet everybody. Say what's up. Uh, we'd really like you to. And I'm like, no, um, I don't want my brand to be anything aligned politically either way. Like the second I do anything, then I'm going to be pissing off somebody and I'm too new of a brand to do that. So y'all can go take it and shove it up. But, and then, they didn't like that so i was like my my bad (laughs) but it's at the end it's my brand and it's what i'm doing so i'm like y'all don't understand what i'm doing so it's it's i don't know i I fully understand where you're coming from because i'm the exact same fucking way um actually on my i have three instagrams for my podcast my business and my photography i don't talk about my family at all like i mean i you know you and i talk about it i have kids that's about as far as i'll go um other than that they don't reach it just for that purpose. I, I get it. I mean, a lot of people think I only have two kids because my youngest son is not interested in the yeah. majority of my content. <laughs> and so I don't bring him up. I don't pull him into it. That's his prerogative. He doesn't have an issue with it. And he uses me for clout. Like, don't get it twisted. <laughs> he does. Don't use me for clout. He's just not as interested in being involved with it as the other two. So it's one of those, if they're interested in it, okay, I, I have no issues pulling into it to an extent. I mean, there's a lot more content I'll do with my daughter who is of age right. that I won't do with my children who are minors. <laughs> right, right. So. so has that been your dynamic with your kids forever? Forever, no. Um for a long time, um, there was a push to be that perfect mom, and oh. I am so far from being a perfect mom by any means. I'm the perfect version of me, but I am so far from being a perfect mom. And until I 
let go of that assumption um, that I was sort of raised with and the necessity that I had to be. Um, that's when I was able to sort of have that. And that was not until I moved out. I lived with my mom um, and my stepdad until I was in my early 20s okay. with my kids. Had never lived anywhere else, never lived with anyone else ever. So until I moved out with my now ex-husband, I'd never lived in it. And that's when I was able to have the authentic me relationship with mm -hmm. my kids. So, and that was not until January of 2012. What is a perfect mom? I have no idea. So if you find out, let me know, because I'm still waiting to find out. There's, there's no perfect mom. And that's, what's funny is that everybody has some sort of a, I do the same thing as being a dad is worried about getting the kids out of the way, but didn't worry about getting the dogs out of the way. Sorry. <laughs> I can edit okay. that out. It's okay. Sorry. <laughs> So Sorry. everybody has some sort of definition of being a perfect parent. I mean, I, uh, so with me putting out, um, with my brand, I'm putting out a pinup calendar and that's coming out next year. So I just am doing my thing. And apparently it leaked back for, through my family, but nobody wants to talk to me about it. And they're just like, Oh, Nick's out there putting out smut. He's a sleazeball. He has a daughter. And as I, cool, I'm glad I do. I, yeah, like, well, talk to me about it. See, see what I'm doing. Um, but it's it's now it's I'm a bad father because I'm doing this and all these I have no morals. I'm like, why don't y'all mind your own business? Like everybody has some shit, dude. It's like why are you constantly casting judgment on other people when nobody's clean? And that's what I think everybody does. It's fucked up. <laughs> there's there's always judgment that is is cast. I mean, even you know I went away for a birthday party for, and there was everybody that was there were TikTokers and it is something that is now the second year that we've done it and I just came back from it on Wednesday. Um, and my mom and now mind you, my kids are older. Okay, we've got yeah. 13, 14, and 19. So my boy's father and I we co-parent very very well. So me going out of town, he has no issue with. He's around. He's here. He, no problem. My daughter being 19, perfectly capable to take care of her two brothers who are 13 and 14 right. for a couple days while I'm gone. Um, but my mom had an issue with it when she found out that I was away on school days. Oh. I am 36 years old. <laughs> I don't need your permission to go out of town just because you don't approve of it. Yep. And she always had an issue with my, my uncle used to do that um, when him and his wife were younger and, and probably my age, I think late twenties, you know, early thirties. And they would leave my, my cousins, uh, my mom's niece and nephew, and, you know, they would go on adult trips. And I remember as a kid, my mom always had an issue with it and she just didn't think it was right. I'm an only child. My mom took me everywhere. And I mean, everywhere, every trip possible. My mom took me. I'm not that parent. Right. These trips help me recharge. I have to recharge my batteries as an adult. Yeah. And I'm allowed to be around like-minded people as an adult that I don't have to watch my P's and Q's and worry, are my kids watching me? They're right. watching the dumb shit that I'm posting on TikTok <laughs> while I'm gone. They're watching me walk out of a shower with 12 other people. So, you know, I'm right. not it's one of those it's just there's always a stigma there's always somebody has something to say and don't get me wrong without my mom I wouldn't be where I'm at my mom supported me from go I was a teen mom had my daughter when I was 17 and without her I could not have accomplished what I did and I'll, I'll never say a bad word about my mom but she has different views different opinions yeah. different you know moral compass than I do and 
while I get part of the moral compass from my mom, I've also created my own moral compass and right. beat to the sound of my own drum on a regular basis. Even my children look at me a little cross-eyed sometimes like, what the hell are you thinking? It's like the audio. Do you ever look at somebody and wonder what's going through their head? Every day, my children do that at home. So yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, you said that kind of fast. Uh, did, you, uh, did you say you walked out of a shower with 12 people? I did. Oh, oh. Relatively speaking. So, relatively speaking. Like, uh, but it's, it's that's not it, a normal Tuesday for me. So it's I mean, it was a normal Tuesday for us. I do believe we did that on a Tuesday. So that was a normal Tuesday for us. Yeah, actually it was. Um, there we go. Fully clothed, but you leave the appearance. But everybody else had clothes pieces. It was all it it's one of those for us, we laugh because every time there's a TikTok event or convention or even just friends that happen to all TikTok that get together it's always a who slept with who oh, oh yeah. there's the dirt in this one. Oh, who's doing who it, there's there's always so for us we live by the hashtag rumors when it comes yeah. to things like that so it was very much a play on um somebody's gonna have something to say about somebody and meaning it's people that who weren't involved in the event that we, we did. And it's not, it was an event. It's a birthday party is what it was. Yeah. And we are just the chosen family that gets together to celebrate it. Last year, there were different people that weren't able to be there this year. So this year there was new people that weren't there last year. It, it just, it changes. But my God, the rumor mill just, it, that, that rumor mill is a swimming bitch. I'll tell you what, she is, she is vicious and ferocious. So you know, coming out of a shower all together. It was more, it was, I think for me, I was just more impressed that everybody fit in the damn shower to come out of in one time without pausing the video. I was more excited about that. I was like, dude, how many people can say that? Clown car, what? No. Right, right. So it's a regular birthday party then. You guys just happen to have a different eye because you guys are on that platform. So it happens every yes. year. And uh, so my my better half, just, my better half doesn't TikTok and yeah. he was there. Yeah. He, it's not his thing. He doesn't post videos. But he was your outsider looking in. And even for him was like, y'all are fucking crazy. Yes, we are. And that's what makes it work for us. Thank you very much. It makes it fun. Uh, it, it, it's really what makes it fun is, okay, so that's where that the hashtag pineapple came in. Yeah. Right? See? See? Yeah. That's, that, that's fun. Because I joke around about that all the time at work. And nobody fully understands that. And I'm like, I don't want to explain how I know about it, but it's because yeah, now it's a whole different thing. I mean, I'm not part of yes. it, but I know. And it's <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm like, that's and that's freaking great. Um, so with with your platform with TikTok, has that always have you always been that outgoing? Have you always been that creative, so to speak, with it? Or is it something new that you've developed with events that have gone on in the past? I have always, so one of the things with my ex-husband is I was expected to play a certain role and be a certain person. Mm -hmm. So I had to live within the confines of whatever that role was. And being on social media wasn't that role. I wasn't allowed to. There was actually many years. I even deleted uh, Facebook, which what's Facebook really do? Like it's not. So I even deleted Facebook for many years because of an issue that he had. Um, I downloaded TikTok because I wanted to keep an eye on my kids because it was, I knew it at the time as musically, I believe is what it was before it was TikTok. And I don't know anything about it. And is I'm that like, really what it turned right, into? It's starting to do what? Is that really what it turned what it was to what it turned into? Uh-huh. Yeah. It started out as musically 
and it turned into TikTok. Oh. So a lot of people that you can't understand why they're verified, large creators from Musical.ly, when it pushed over, they got verified because they had a large following when it turned into TikTok. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I learned that from my kids, didn't believe it, looked it up myself. Apparently it's true. So, and you know, don't hold me to the grave on it, but that's what I looked up, what I read myself. So huh. it's, it's just interesting to me. And, but um, I have never had any other social media. I mean, my Instagram, I just posted, you know, stuff that was family related or my kids or just dumb shit or memes. I never posted anything. Right. And um, when I decided I needed something to keep me busy because I was losing my mind through my divorce, I was losing my mind and I couldn't sleep. I had insomnia, terrible. So 11 o'clock at night, my ass decided to start doing my makeup and try to make myself feel better and stand in, in, uh, in front of my, my phone, which had no ring light. I literally had one of those makeup lights that had a ring around it. And nice. I would put the makeup mirror that had, it was a mirror that had the light on it. And I put my phone like attach it to the mirror just so I could use that little bit of light. Like I had nothing, I had nothing. It would just post some videos that and I, I liked the audios or I tried out a trend or two, just trying to figure out like how it worked. And, and through that, it, it started to help me be distracted. This, it gave me something, to, okay, this is what the one I'm going to focus on tonight when I get home. Like really I have to have a trend to focus on, but right. because I needed something to distract my mind, yeah. TikTok was that, was that way for me. Um, September of last year, when I went to the birthday party last year, I had 60,000 followers. And so it had already been almost a year. It took me a year to, to gain that many followers. From last year to this year, I gained 700,000 followers because of jokes, because okay. of humor, yeah. because of dumb luck. So it's, you know, you, you gained a, a small amount. And I was doing a lot of other content. Um, a lot of, I was involved in the, the cougar community because my ex-husband was younger than me. I was always the, you know, <laughs> the older, but meanwhile, the person I'm with, yeah, he's 10 years older than me. So I can't promote the cougar community anymore because right. Right. <laughs> switch sides on that one. It shows a different career path. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so in a year, you know, you know, for me, it was once I found something that was really, people could tell what was authentic because this is the shit we did at home anyway. So I just started recording it thinking some other people would laugh. Yeah. They laughed. They laughed with me and at me. A lot of them laughed at me, 100%. But a lot of them laughed with me too. So it definitely was a light at the end of a tunnel that, that I needed. So That's good because uh, it got you through what you needed to get through. So how did, you, how did you, just person to person, how did you get past the people laughing at you as a way to get through your mind racing all the time? Was that ever a conflict of... I need this to go through what I'm going through, but if I do it, I'm going to get laughed at. And there, there's always that push and pull. So how did you get past that? I've never really given a shit um, about what people think. I give a shit about what my person thinks, like okay. my other half thinks that I care about, but outsiders and other people, I've never been someone to really give a shit. I'm, you, you know, okay, hater, I'll see you. I'll well, see you. What about you like you. your, your family's all good? Like your, your, cousins or friends parents no, whatever it is they no. don't they don't give so a shit or say my nothing. mom she knows she knows i have a tiktok she's not allowed to see it she is not allowed <laughs> on there she um i blocked her husband because he found it <laughs> so i 
I blocked him. Um, so I don't know if my mom has actually found my page. She would not approve. I don't cuss in front of my parents. I do not cuss. I'm sorry, in front of my mom. Let me say that. My mom's side of the family are the the Jesus Holy Rollers. Okay. My dad's side of the family doesn't know anything about my TikTok, but I'm not as close with my dad's side of the family. Um, I, I I have not brought up my TikTok because I don't know that my dad would understand it. But um, no, my mom knows it's off limits. She, she knows that it paid for my daughter's college tuition <laughs> up wow. through the summer. So that's all she's allowed to know. So for that, she's accepting of, of it, but she's not allowed to watch it. No, she's not allowed to see it. <laughs> she's not allowed to have anything to do with it. No. <laughs> That is one of those mortifying situations of, oh God, I might be disowned and I'm an only child. So <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> How'd you get to, um, now is it, obviously this is, this is different strokes for different folks. Has it always been easy to co-parent? God, no. No? God, no. Um, I have been through countless nasty custody battles um it's only ever been me for my daughter so that's just me that was fine but I've sort of had to co-parent with my mom because my mom was the one that was there for me uh you know when she was younger so but not in a bad way just in a she had to learn how to let the reins go you know once I became capable of being my own because as a teenager you know still turning into an adult myself so she had to come to terms with I can raise my kid on my own it's okay (laughs) um but my boys, uh, um, we were very toxic for each other. We should have just stayed friends. We should have never even tried to attempt anything that was a relationship. Um, we were in the middle of a nasty custody battle when I got pregnant with our second one. Oops, you know, thinking physical things can fix uh, a custody battle. No, no, it can't. It cannot. So anybody that thinks that, no, it, it doesn't. Um, but it was really bad in the beginning. And then when I, I want to say 2015, I guess, 2015, um, something changed with him and I'm not sure what changed with him, with my boy's dad. And ever since then, we've had a very good understanding and a very good relationship for co-parenting. I mean, we fly by the seat of our pants, even though we have a a court order, um, you know, for visitation and things of that nature. But yeah. I don't know the last time we followed it. I mean, he's he's very good about it. And and likewise, and I swear I should be a paid therapist because that man calls me for advice on a regular basis, including <laughs> for his dating apps and which picture looks better. And <laughs> so we've come a long way, a very long way from yeah. talking through attorneys to, um, yeah, he calls me for dating app advice and what should his tagline be? Wow. So wow. that's growth. That's a hundred percent growth. <laughs> I'm, I'm envious of that growth. That's, that's freaking huge. Uh, I can't co-parent with my kid's mom to, to save my life. It's, it sucks. And I feel bad for them. Um, sure. but it's, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult. Uh, cause I was a teen parent too. So I had to battle. Okay. So get, get, get this one married at 18 divorced okay. at 21 Oof. and I had my two older kids in that time. So okay. I did what I could in that time frame. They're like, Oh, go, go see a counselor. I'm like, all right, well, yeah. I, I guess that'll work. So me being 20, we'll call it counselors. Like, Oh, have another kid. No. Okay. 
I mean, 20 years old, I, if I'm getting it, you know what I mean? I'm just going to go get it. So it's, that's going to be fun. Uh, second kid comes out. I'm like, this is not better. <laughs> like, no, no, <laughs> this sucks. No. no. <laughs> so it wasn't even, I think my son was maybe a month old when it was like, look, this, this sucks, dude. Like, you know, we need to sh- and go on. My parents yeah. are like, Nick's fine. He's always been fine. Cause I've been on my own since I was 17. Mm-hmm. Come stay with us to my ex-wife until you get on your feet. Cause you know, the kids are young and they still need you. And I was like, that's fucking weird. But the fuck am I going to do 11 years? She lived at my parents' house for 11 years. Uh, cause I'm 36 now. And once my dad died 10 years ago, then she's like, well, now I don't have to go anywhere because, you know, Nani likes having the kids around. I'm like, yo, leave. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like, let me have my family back. Like, so wow, I, that definitely takes away what should feel like a safe zone. Oh, there was I, I none. In my opinion. There was none. So it was, so mm-hmm. I had to battle the court battle of my ex-wife with the kids. And then I had the same battle of my mom who's trying yeah. to be Nani, but seeing her son go through stuff, but I was also a douchebag when my early twenties. So, and I know I was a douchebag now. Okay. At least you can own that. Oh, at least I, you can own that. I have to, I've come such a long way that I was like, ah, oh, I'm surprised I didn't get the shit kicked out of me more often. Like it's, <laughs> I, I, I get it, you know, <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's hard, but it, we've never bounced back from being, and that's funny that I never put the two together about musically. Cause that was the one time that we were on the same page. My daughter was, I'm going to say 12, 11. Musically, it was like five, six years ago, right? Ish. Yeah, because I've been on TikTok two and a half years now at this point. So, yeah. So, it had to be. And it was around almost a year probably before that when it started to gain traction. So, I mean, at least, at least over three years. So. Oh, yeah. So, she was only 13, if 12-ish at the time. So, I was like, nah, you don't need to have that. You know what I mean? You're, you're too young. She snuck it. I found it because I spot check phones and that's what we do. Uh, that was the only time that we were on the same page and that went out the window quick. The second they left my house and went home, I'm like, okay, well, I'm done. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but now it's now I feel bad because I, I know that I'm counting down until I'm like, shit, I got three years. I Not that I never don't have to deal with her again because they're clearly my kids. That's their mom. I'm glad they no. have a good relationship. Uh, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's on a legal standpoint on the where I have to be cordial to you because I don't have to be after this point. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. yeah, I understand that all too well. But see, me. that's taken, I think, out of everything that I've gone through in my life, which is a shit ton. I think that that has been the biggest negative impact on sure anything mental health related. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, sure. And I think that that's not, not, not in the sense, cause I know people are going to listen to that and be like, Oh, I'm not talking about the relationship between her and I, I'm talking about, I'm watching my kids be caught in the middle and that's not my intention. And I'm like, shit, I fucked that one up. I should not have blown up like that. I should not have said A, B, C, D. I can't take that back. And they're still upset. I'm like, okay, like it's, yeah. uh, it's a hard struggle. But now if I remember right, you had a pretty bad break from your husband, right? I think you put that on TikTok. Bad, bad is an understatement. Really? Maliciously, uh, disgustingly horrible. Like any bad word you can put in there would be more appropriate. Oh. Um, oh. 
yeah, it was, it was, it was bad. Um, I, I left after, um, my now ex-husband's third affair. Um, I stuck around for a year during his third affair, trying to fix things, listening to empty promises, believing it would change, um, until it finally got down to the point where he decided he was going to have his cake and eat it too. And nobody, including his wife was going to tell him otherwise. So, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty bad. I left, um, the weekend, uh, let's see, it was pretty close to Labor Day. I can't remember exactly the day, um, but it was because we were at the fair. I remember we were at the county fair and and I, I called him on the phone because I found out he had made reservations for uh, his mistress's birthday because they were going to the Poconos together. Yeah, oh. he didn't want to tell me that he was going to blow the paychecks and he was taking her up to the Poconos while I stayed home and I had to deal with it. So it was, it was not, it was not a very good situation at all. So I went home and I changed the locks. Oh, there you <laughs> and, go. And uh, <laughs> I went home and I changed the locks and um, it got volatile from there. It got volatile, but that whole year had been mental abuse, physical abuse. It, it was very, it was very bad. I was absolutely 100% married to a narcissist and it only showed its colors more and more and more um, as the time went on. Wow. Um, not something I would wish on literally my worst enemy. Um, it's, it is literally the one, I don't even want to call it situation, but the one life occurrence, I guess that broke me, but also rebuilt me because I didn't have a choice. I was the only one that was going to pick me back up. There was nobody else that was going to do it. Yeah. I had to do it. Yeah. I had three people depending on me. And honestly, if I didn't have my kids, I don't know what would happen. So uh, that, yeah. does, that shows exactly how strong you are. Um, and that is a lot of, a lot of respect for, I mean, doesn't matter who I am, but that's a lot of respect for me to you for able, for being able to do that. How did you, well, first off, I guess the question, which is probably what you've answered a lot of times, is how or why did you wind up staying through three? Or not three, today through two, you called, you said, fuck it, I'm out on the third one, which is still respectable in the sense in my, from what I would gather as being trying to keep your family together. Um, <clears throat> but why stay for that? So, um, obviously we have no children together. We have no ties. Like we, we were married. That was it. That's what we had together. Um, However, my stepdaughters, um, I raised them. Their mother was around, don't get me wrong, but visitation wasn't his visitation. It was mine. Like oh. I did everything that he was supposed to do for his daughters. I was that other parent. Um, my youngest stepdaughter, I had her in my care from the time she was 11 and a half months old. Um, my older stepdaughter was a little over two. So I'd been with them through the duration of their life because we were together about nine years. So, you know, that's, that's almost 10 years <laughs> for my, my youngest and, um, you know, going on 11 years for, for my older stepdaughter, you know, pushing 12 years. That's, that's all their life. And even with my boys who are now 13 and 14, cause it's been a couple years since I left, that was all they've known. Men, I've been biological parents, but growing up, that's all, you know, is those same people, you know? Yeah. Um, so, the first affair, um, I, I didn't know anything about it. 
we split in 2015. Um, I had gone uh, out of town with my daughter. Uh, and when I came back, um, I came back to him not being home. Uh, he was, had to go to a funeral because a relative passed away while I was out of town. I asked him, do you want me to come back? He's like, no, 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 it's fine. He drove to said funeral, which was a state away, but that a state away is only like three or four hours for us because we're in Maryland. And uh, something didn't feel right in my gut. And I was like, something is not right. And I start calling him and calling him to call me. He's not answering the phone. And I knew something was wrong. Next thing I know, I get a text message. Please stop calling me. I'm not coming home. I need to get my life, my future, and my finances in order. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> so we were, and we were not married at this point. We were not married. So I took it with a grain of salt, so to speak. I was devastated. I was sick to my stomach. Sick. It was bad. It was very bad. Um, but long story short, I ended up getting, um, you know, he kicked me out because it was his house. Kicked me in, in the kids out. Um, he gave me 30 days. <laughs> So I got a place for us. I got a townhouse um, renting, you know, never was able to own my own thing. Uh, my now ex-husband kept us in heavy debt always. We were always in heavy debt. Um, that's just who he was. He was always that person to spend more than you have. That's, wow. that's who, how he lived. Um, but uh, I, that was in... Uh, August. That was in August of 2015. And we got back together in November of 2015. I believe in giving a second chance. I wasn't ready to give up on it. People make a mistake. I, you know, I'll give you one more chance. My heart was not out of it yet. Give you one more chance. We got back together. Long story short, the house that he kicked me out of was in foreclosure and he lost the house. And so he moved into the townhouse I had recently gotten. Oh, yeah. um, meanwhile, his parents had also helped him rent a house in Delaware. So now we had a house in Maryland and we had a house in Delaware that were both rented. His parents paid for a full year's rent up front for this house in Delaware. Wow. His parents are a piece of work. They told him to leave me from day one because he needed to be with somebody that didn't have as many kids. I only have one more than him. He's got two. The fuck? Two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get that. Whatever. Um, so uh, got back together, thought everything would be great. Um, what he did for a living caused him to be between the states and to travel back and forth. So having the two homes actually worked out because the days that he was in Delaware, he was able to stay at the house in Delaware. The days he's in Maryland, he's able to be at the one in Maryland. Kids are in school in Maryland. I can't be back and forth the same way he can. That's not an option for me. Obviously, some people do not do well with having too much time on their hands. Yeah. So insert affair number two that I didn't know anything about until I found out that um, there was a new baby involved. What? So I found that out. I, every time I go away on vacation, I seem to come back to some really bad news because I was away again oh, <laughs> with my daughter. My daughter competed in pageantry. So we did, we traveled a lot for pageantry. Okay. So on the way back from pageantry, I got random Facebook, <laughs> freaking Facebook messages. Uh, thought you'd like to know that your man is about to have a kid with somebody else. Excuse me? I'm sorry, what? So being, you know, however many feet up in the air I am, let me tell you, I've never paid for Wi-Fi so fast on a plane. <laughs> Insert credit card real fast. <laughs> Get on some uh, Google Hangouts and send a message. Uh, excuse me, what is going on? Complete denial. It's not true. 
And within that 10 minute conversation, it's, I made a mistake I couldn't take back. I'm sorry, you what? what? So yeah, it was true. He was having another kid. Uh, the worst part is I didn't realize how bad I was in to the manipulation tactics with him with how much I was letting him get away with because oh. uh, I found this out in July. You know, we got engaged in August and it was a huge proposal that my whole family was there for. And it was a huge proposal. Oh, wow. And I looked past it and I said, well, we can work through this. I'll be there to support you. You're telling me it's done. I'm trusting you. And what reason do I have to trust him? None. Absolutely none. I told nobody. I, I told one person. Actually, I called one friend crying my eyes out because it was my job to keep the sanctity of you know, our relationship intact. In and it wasn't my place to, to tell anything that was going on in his life with anybody. Like to this day, this is the first time I've publicly talked about it other than the little pieces that I have put on to um, TikTok. But as far as his other child, I've never, I don't talk about that publicly because I'm not allowed still. Um, wow. And I'm allowed because I'm my own person and we're divorced, but I'm oh, not yeah. allowed because I still get anxiety and I still have a knot in my stomach right now because I'm afraid of the backlash, even though we have not seen each other since the, the virtual divorce. <laughs> like there's been, there's been nothing, but it still makes me very nervous because that's how heavy the, um, the abuse falls. I don't, wow. there's no other way to call it. Narcissistic abuse is a real yeah, thing, it really is. but so moving past that, we got engaged in August of 2017. Yes. 2017. Um, and it was during when we had an eclipse on the Eastern shore. It was a big ass eclipse. We were in Myrtle beach. It was really cool. Like had my cameras cause my photography that I enjoyed doing yeah. was taking pictures. I was doing everything for the eclipse. Great. And then all of a sudden my mom's there. We rented a big ass house in South Carolina and I turned around on the beach and there he is down on one knee and we got engaged after I found out all of this information that my family had no idea what was going on in the background. And I said, yes believing that everything can be fixed and healed and somehow thinking that marriage was going to fix anything. Yeah. It didn't. He kept seeing baby mama. Hmm. Once baby came, he kept seeing her in a bad way and in a hard way. And then uh, <clears throat> May of 2018 was literally a life altering moment. Um, our very, very best friend. Um, he was, he was like a brother to me because I know siblings. He was like a brother to me. He uh, died in a car crash mm. in my car. Oh. He totaled it um, and was killed on impact. Wow. And yeah, he was only 30 years old. He wow. had died two months prior. He was 30 years old. He had turned 30 two months prior to when he passed. In March, he turned 30. And in May, he passed. Way too young. Yeah. Way too young. But I use it as a, as a lesson to everybody. Don't drink and drive. Don't, don't get behind a wheel. You've had a drink. Don't you dare put your ass behind a wheel, period. Yep. Um, it just, it's one of those don't, it, it's not worth it. it it's never going to be worth it to, to get behind a wheel when you're, when you're drinking. But anyways, uh, he passed away. That did not do well for our family at yeah. all. It did not do well. It was my daughter's confidant. It was her, her oh. uncle Joe. I mean, that is, she told that man every secret she ever had. Like that was her person that she could talk to about anything. Um, he was, when, when my ex-husband and I had split in 2015, our friend Joe took, not that anybody took sides, but he took my side because what my ex-husband had done was, was wrong. And he had not spoken to my ex-husband because of it. Um, however, him and my ex-husband were like two peas in a pod. Like they were twins that were born completely separate areas, different years. Like they were twins in some freakish way. Like they 
were in frack for all intents and purposes. <laughs> and um, it did not do well on our family. Yeah. But um, unbeknownst to me, my, my ex-husband um, started sleeping with our deceased best friend's previous hookup that he was sleeping with before he passed. What? So that was the third affair that I struggled with. Whoa. So that's why she came on vacation with us because I didn't know that was a thing yeah. until we were on vacation. So, yeah. Oh so my! It, it's it's been a, it was a whirlwind, and it wasn't it wasn't for lack of trying to fix it. It wasn't for lack of thinking. Love can fix everything. No, the fuck it can't. No, no, no. it can't. No. no, it can't. No, it can't. I mean, we went to King's Dominion one day as a family. Me, my husband, my three kids, my stepdaughters. So it was all seven of us that had one big happy family like it used to be. Went to King's Dominion, and King's Dominion's about three hours away from home so not a big deal driving for a day trip you just commit to early morning and late night it is what it is yep. we got home at 1 a.m but he couldn't stay he had to go to delaware at that point because he was going to get in trouble if he didn't show up that night because he promised hirsch that he would be there left me with all the kids including his daughters wow. so he could go satisfy the mistress wow yeah. so yeah. What, what is uh do you, do you know you probably don't know what mom and dad think now that he has the same amount of kids as you do? <laughs> Is that? <laughs> uh, I don't think mom and dad know about this this one. Really? About the surprise one. Wow. Yeah. My kids don't. My kids don't. They don't know. That's insane. Um, I did tell his first wife, his his my stepdaughter's mom. I did tell her yeah. on my way out the door. So mostly because I was begging and pleading not to have my stepdaughters ripped away from me. But you they were anyway. Him? You don't see them anymore? They were ripped away from me. I am not allowed to. I am not allowed to have contact with them. I was told that the stuff I was posting on TikTok was damaging and was ruining to them, and it was not my place to put anything out there and that I had no right to talk about his life. But it's not just his life. It's my life, too. Yeah. And uh, that that's where the hard pieces come into play because towards when he started seeing the, the last mistress, um, he was getting mad at me for posting pictures of us on, on like Facebook because that's where family was. So I would, you know, post updated pictures from vacations and things like that with that. No, I got in trouble for that. I got in trouble because I wasn't allowed to blast what he's doing in his life on Facebook. I'm like, they're vacation photos, right? No, anything that I'm in, you need to take down because he wasn't look, allowed to look like a happily married man, even though he was for most part when yeah. we were on vacation. No, you got to have that life. So that, that, yeah, that, that, that says a lot that you were, you were deep in, into just being, manipulated and that's that's hard well people don't realize it, it, it is every bit of love and i say it with quotations because love is a relative term but right. love is a fucked up drug and yeah. it can do so much more damage than people realize mentally it can take you out yep. and nobody nobody can help you until you're ready to help yourself with that right you know somebody can lock you up and throw away the keys when it comes to pills and alcohol people can lock you in a room and force you to sober up you can't do that when you have an addiction to a person yeah. being addicted to a person is real it yes it is a thing and people oh you can't be yes you can yes, you can you can 100 percent be addicted to a person to that feeling to chasing that next high because you remember what it felt like when they treated you so well when they reeled you in to begin with then you keep chasing that same feeling but a narcissist knows what they're doing 
narcissist yeah. knows exactly what they're doing to make you keep chasing that high and to always turn it around and put the blame on you and to, and to change it so that they are never at fault. Cause I was never, I, I was always to blame yeah. I, for almost, you know, for over nine years, I was to blame for everything. Anything that went wrong was my fault. Always my, my fault. Even if I wasn't around and didn't have any parts of the conversation is my fault. It was my fault. <laughs> so Ooh. it, um, yeah, it was, it was severe. And, and the, I think the only time I ever got a, a real compliment from him was he always supported my education. I will say that he did support my education because my education benefited him because we worked in the same industry. I worked in accounting for an autom- for an automotive dealer group for yeah. over 14 years. Um, and he worked in the same dealer group, but on the sales side as a upper level management. Okay. And, um, I helped him get to the level of success that he found, I'll say, when, uh, when I left and, you know, he, he, uh, was not afraid to exploit his clout for the new fame that he had found, but he wouldn't have gotten there without me. And he knows it. And he was, uh, despite everything else we went through, he was not afraid to tell people I couldn't have done that piece without her. Tiffany did that part. Tiffany pulled that part. Tiffany made this happen and he knows it. He absolutely knows it. But uh, towards the end, I, I wasn't allowed to be very involved because then he'd have to give me credit and he wasn't allowed to give me credit any longer Right. Yeah. <laughs> for anything. So yeah. It, it's, yeah, you're trying to appease your mistress because you're not allowed to um, promote your wife. Okay. Got it. No right? problem. So, that's, a, that's a weird dilemma to be in. Huh? Yeah. Ah. You live in, you learn and, and, you know, it's, it's one of those, I believe in karma. So I'm just going to let her do her thing and, and watch what happens and see what goes on and, and, uh, never get myself in the same situation that I once was. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's, (laughs) and see, and that's what I think a lot of, uh, I don't want to say it this way, but a lot of the older generation doesn't understand. Um, at least from my experience, when I got divorced, it was, an abomination, you know, uh, cause yeah. it wasn't, it when I got divorced, yeah. it was just like, dude, we had no business getting married. Like we were, we were 18 years old, you know, what the fuck do I know? But I was knee deep in the church I was in and that's what everybody was doing. And I'm like, but looking back, everybody was 10, 11 years older than me. So I'm right. like, I was it's 18. Different. Like, no, like what the hell? But my mom looked at me and uh, people don't know. They, they don't know a lot about my life. Cause I don't, I don't talk about it. Um, sure. My dad was, I've mentioned this in a previous episode, but my dad was a hell's angel uh, up until my sister was born. So I guess back in the day, she's, I'm the youngest, it's just me and my sister. And back in the day, he lived that biker life. So it was, he'd be gone for days and my mom would have to call jails, hospitals, whatever to see where he is. And he was with the boys or whatever. And I guess he cheated on her. She goes, Nicholas, if I stay during that, then you could stay during this. I'm like, we're two different people. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be pushed to have to go do this. And I'm not going to stay just because I have kids. Cause what are they going to learn that life's a bitch and then you die. That's what I grew up hearing. I don't want to teach that to my kids. Like that's not what life is. Um, and that's just a a whole different story, a whole different mentality that, that they have, that, that they had. I was like, I got to show my kids how to live and be successful in any way, not just, uh, fucked up that one now i gotta live with that for the rest of my life yep no you don't <laughs> it's ah, change that shit and get get the fuck on you know it's it yep. is what it is um but now 
And that's it's 100% true what she said about being addicted to somebody. And I've seen it in the sense that my mom hasn't seen my sister since for 17 years now. Maybe-ish. That's hard. Um, yeah, it's about 17 years. Uh, 17, 18 years. When she first got... So, quick backstory on that because I know we're running out of time. When I was in high school, my, I was a freshman. My sister was a senior. She tried to kill herself. So I was the one that found her. And I'm like, oh, oh. shit. Uh, Mom, y'all got to come home. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. You guys are already at work. Here's what's going on. Come home. Do the thing. Whatever. She graduates that year. Obviously, she's fine. She graduates that year in June. That December, she gets married to a guy that she's known for six months in the church that we went to. So I'm like, that's weird, but do your thing. It is what it is. His little joke for her is flirting joke for her was she says little pill popper. And I'm like, that's fucked up. Don't say that about my sister, dog. Yeah. Um, and then moreover, don't let my dad hear you because that's going to be worse. That's you know? not going to go well. So then I was, the, so I guess he had a drug problem. And so she'd always like, Nick, I need money. Dude, like I have to feed my daughter. I was like, okay, I'll, you know, here you go, whatever I'm working. Here's your thing. Then he started right. hitting her. So. I had to take care of it before my dad found out. Cause I'm like, dude, you're not going to survive. And I can't have my niece not have a dad. So I'll come right. up and I'll confront you. And then that was when Nick got arrested for the first time because I snapped and I was on his property and I'm like, Oh, now both y'all pressing charges on me. And because my sister was stuck in that and almost, I don't know if it was the same thing. Cause I don't know their relationship, but he had her under his thumb. She, nope put him in jail. I'm pressing charges. Now you're not allowed around my family. And because Nick knows all of our dirty secrets, nobody else in your family is going to see anybody. So I'm like, okay, your daughter's two. And she hasn't seen anybody on our side for how long now she has three other kids, but I've seen my parents go through that turmoil. And now my niece found my business page and she's like, Hey, uncle Nick. I'm like, Hey, that's weird. Like, I don't know you. Like it's, I know you, but well, you I know don't me know and you. You call me uncle. So, <laughs> you know? uh, um, but then she'll, she's done it for a couple years. Um, whether it was my per when I had, I don't have a personal Instagram anymore. Uh, yeah. she'd find it, add me and then delete me. I'm like, mom found out, didn't she? <laughs> like, it's, See, mom that's, found that's out. Hard. I'm like, hey, but I've seen what it is when people get and That's not even addicted. That's your own kid. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, I want to see my own. And that's what I'm afraid that if I stuck in my first marriage, my kids would resent me more. You know, right. at least at this right. point I can under, I can, I can have a conversation with them and say, look, here's my side. If you guys have questions and blah, 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 but it still takes a toll on you. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, Absolutely. Did you have to go through, or did you put yourself through any sort of counseling to get through stuff? Did you have to? So, did you want to? Should I have? Yes. Did I know? Um, I took advantage of the friends that I have in that industry okay. that off the books kind of thing. Yeah. So they could talk to me using their knowledge from their professionalism, but not, I couldn't handle walking into an office to do that. I could, I felt like I was defeated if I did that. Yeah. And I know that's not the case, but that's a, that's a me thing. That's something that I have to deal with. Should I still? Yeah. 
have a lot of, you know, people use this term lightly, I don't, but PTSD is very real in any abuse situation. Yep. And I, I have a lot, I suffer from a lot of it. And, and so people say, oh, you're not diagnosed, you're right, I'm not. But I know what PTSD is. I know what the definition of it is. And that's 100% the triggers that I get from various things that might happen now. It's immediate. I mean, my other half and I had an encounter the other day and I lost it. I absolutely lost it because something he did 100% triggered those flashbacks back in that moment that I'm not okay with because yeah. I have gotten to that point. I will never allow myself to go through that again. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's one of those, I was forced to keep so many secrets for so long. People didn't know we were married. People did not know we were married. My mom knew, my daughter knew. My boys had no idea until I went through my divorce. My dad has no idea we were married. There's, the, you know, now I, I could care less, it is what it is. But, you know, on my Bible thumper side, my grandmother, my aunt, people that are important to me, no, had no idea I was married. We had a courthouse wedding because we were supposed to have a real wedding, you know, about a year later until all of this went down. And then I lost my $3,500 deposit on our venue. So, wow. yeah. It was, it was bad. Um, it was, it was very bittersweet. You know, people say you don't, you know, you got to pay to play, but, oh, I, I, I paid, but I, I didn't want to play that game. Like, yeah. I could have done so much else with $3,500 yeah. and lose it on a venue just for something like that to happen. But I got told it was my fault and that I knew better and that I knew it in my gut and I should have never booked it because that's a narcissist playing on me. I was trusting your words instead of trying to listen to a gut feeling of some sort. I was trusting you. Yeah. I was trusting us. But apparently that was the bad decision to make. Yeah. So it is what it is. And you, you know, you learn from a you learn from a narcissist. And now it's just one of those I know better. And I'm very I would like to think I'm much more educated in reading people and not just in a relationship standpoint, reading oh, sure. people even as friends. Because I have seen firsthand on TikTok some of these narcissistic assholes that come onto TikTok, onto social media, and they think that nobody reads their cards. Homeboy, you are cheating with this person. Girl, you are cheating with this person. Man, come on. <laughs> Holy hell. I mean, it's like whores are us sometimes on there watching all this kind of life too. You think nobody knows what you're doing? And you got a wife and she sees this shit? Uh, you can post all the thirst traps you want. That's not what gives away that you're doing shit you shouldn't. No, go read the comments and the replies on the comments. That's what people don't realize. Yeah. Dead giveaways come in the details that you don't look at. And I'm just, all right, I, I just mind my business. Mind my business. <laughs> So how is, how has it been a part of that community? Has it been has it been a wild fun ride that you're not expecting or expected? Um, it's had its ups and downs. Yeah, it has more had more ups than it has downs. That's good. I've made at the beginning of my divorce, I came across a group of people that were 100% there at the right time. I needed those particular people at that time to get me through what I was going through. Right. Uh, out of those people, I'm going to say probably out of a group of six. Mm -hmm. I still actively talk to three, okay. uh, the other three, um, you know, gone in the wind. They, our group fell apart for whatever reason that it was. Everybody has a different reason that they've exited themselves, yeah. but, um, two of them proved to be heavy narcissists. Ooh. And it just reminded me how drawn to a narcissistic personality that I am. People don't realize that you are drawn to a narcissist because narcissists present strength. They do. 
even though below whatever facade they're putting on, there's no fucking strength whatsoever. Right. But, um, but of the three that I still talk to one, it's on a hit or miss basis. He's been pouring all, all over as of recently with some bigger names on TikTok, And, and, you know, he's, but he's still one of my, one of my closer friends that I'd still do whatever I could if he needed me. Um, he doesn't check on me the way I wish that a friend would, but at the end of the day, if something was really going on and somebody told him, he'd, he'd, he'd fuck somebody up. And I know that. And I know that in my gut. So for me, it's it's not always about how often do you hear from somebody. It's about do you know if they would be in your corner in a heartbeat? Because right. the few times I have asked for something of some kind of sincerity, been there, dropped it, like I'm there immediately. Um, and the other two, I mean, they're my nearest and dearest and one of them lives in Virginia and me and her see each other all the time. And that it's her birthday party that we went to for September. And, and then the other one lives in Colorado, which kills me because she is literally my female version of a soulmate. I don't know how we were separated at birth, even though we're like seven years apart, but she is one of my very best friends and she is the goofiest most ridiculous person I've ever met in my entire life. And I love her dearly for it because she makes me laugh constantly. There we go. And I'm at these people on TikTok on a freaking app that we all get in front of a camera and make ourselves for the most part, look like absolute idiots and don't care. We all come from different backgrounds. We all come from different experiences, but the one thing we all have in common is trauma. We've all been through trauma. We yeah. have all gone through trauma That's, and it's, it's a shitty commonality, but it's the one thing in common. Yes. It is the one thing in common. That that's very common. Everybody's been through it. Everybody has been there, and that's yeah. what I've done. I can't. I can't TikTok to save my life. Um, <laughs> it's I then I know I can't. Um, I have to try just for a business standpoint for my brand, which I'm trying. Sure. I need to try. Um, but I have noticed the same thing with Instagram with people that have started fucking with my brand. One mm. of my closest, I guess, one of my closest homies now lives in Maryland. I'm in California. Okay. So I'm like, you know, it's like, oh, cool. Like you're there. I'm, yeah, that's, we hit each other up. It's like, oh, whatever. But I, I, I understand that it's, it's weird when you find that connection. It's like, oh, this is just a stupid social media app. I'm like, yeah. 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 But whatever. But you <laughs> never, you never know what you're going to find. That's the thing. You, and you never know. Look, if you told somebody this, you know, 15 years ago that you met all these people online, they're going to look at you like, are you crazy? Oh my God. They could be crazy. They could be creeps. They could be this. They could be that. I like, I like, I get it, but now it's more common than not to meet right. people on social media. Yeah. You find bigger circles of people that get you on social media than you do otherwise. I mean, you know, back in the day when, you know, AOL chat rooms, I mean, <laughs> God forbid, I mean, let's not go there with, you know, AIM and <laughs> ASL. I mean, what, what? Oh yeah. Everybody I, gave right. that away. <laughs> they look at me, they're like, I don't do sign language. I'm like, no, it is not sign language. <laughs> ASL, age, sex, location. And they're like, what? I was like, that's how you ask somebody. I was like, y'all don't know anything about going into a chat room and having your introduction song playing. Thank you very much. Oh my God. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so don't come at me. Thank you very much. And my kids oh. was like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Thinking so of it, that... it is one of those evolution situations. That is it bad. Is evolution. I remember that. And then you had your stupid little away message that you put on and you're never really gone on the computer. You just want to see if people saw it. And yep, then yep. you're coding ASK, with MySpace. And... Keyboard. <laughs> oh, we were so bad. That yep. was, that, and, that's very cringy. <laughs> but see, that's the generational thing. Because I mean, so my, my other half and I, that's how I met him almost 20 years ago. We've been friends for all these years. Really? And I met him on an AOL chat room. 
long time ago. So, nice. but back then, yeah, it was taboo. We couldn't tell anybody that's how we met. No. <laughs> People think you're crazy. Yeah. They would think I was bad shit. They would think he was like a stalker. Like, no, like this is how we met. And then we found out we literally lived in the same like city. And it's like, oh, you're only 10 minutes. Oh, we work at the same place. Oh, wait, what? Like, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's the generational now. They meet everywhere from PlayStation games to TikTok yeah. to, I mean, you know, people meet everywhere. Yeah. Evolution I, of, of technology at its finest. It is. I do find myself, I have to catch my, uh, I said myself like nine times. Um, if I ever watch Catfish, I'm like, to not judge. Cause I'm like, dude, y'all ain't seen each other for three years and you're in a relationship. What the, f- no, you're not. <laughs> right. Right. You've never seen well, a picture. Especially no. In, but in today's day and age, I mean, come on, how easy is it to FaceTime and right. to this and that? Like now on social media, you have no excuse, none. Like, uh-uh, you snap me right now. Mm-mm, nope. I want you to say this sentence in a snap right yep. now. Right like, now. Like, I'm yeah. not playing with you. Yeah, no. No. Uh-uh. I can't do it. No, fuck that. Nope, 100%. Uh, look, 100%. That, look, that's just the reality of it now. I get it. Trust me. I, I get it. There you go. Right on. Well, see, I don't want to keep you past an hour. I know you said as long as you're within an hour, so you have stuff to do. Um, Thank you for coming on and opening up, especially with uh, how deep it got. Uh, To me, that went deep because I don't talk about shit about me. I'm like you. I should go talk to somebody, but (laughs) that's tomorrow. That's a future Nick problem. Present Nick's not going to do that. Uh, (laughs) Trust me, I get it. 100% I get it. I get it. If you ever want to do this again, even if you ever want to just talk, you can always hit me up. Uh, we can do that. And then uh, we can go from there. Hopefully, this was not a bad experience. Um, no, no, no. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's a creep from the internet. I can't do this again. Can't, Jesus. Don't tell so anybody funny. where we met and how we're talking. Like, it's, we went to high school together. We're the same age. Like, it's. <laughs> We went to different high schools together. That's a thing. Like it's <laughs> right, right. Swear <laughs> to God, swear to God. So I'll let but you no, know. No, I mean it was is... a great experience. I appreciate you, you know, asking me. I was like, uh, I don't know. I told my kids, and they're like, uh, What are you going to talk about? I was like, I don't know. Guys, we'll find out. We'll so. figure it out. And you're like, I'm open. You're like, No, we're not going to talk about that. And I was like, Oh, that was quick. <laughs> I know. The one thing I was like, Oh, I guess I didn't think about that. Yeah, because you know I'm an accountant, so. Really am in accounting, okay? Those, really am in accounting. Nah, and nobody saw those air quotes, so it's it's never going to oh. be actual. It's going to be the air quotes. But I know what that is. Yeah, for sure. It's accounting. Yeah, just, for, like the, just like the upside down pineapple. Absolutely, no problem. That's the thing. See, I, I know all those things, and don't ask me why. <laughs> so, oh, absolutely. Uh, thank you. I'll let you know when this is up. It will be up shortly. I just have to do a couple editing things. And, um, yeah feel free to share and I will tag you and everything if you don't mind. Um, Absolutely. And we will, we will go from there. So. All right. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be talking soon, Tiffany. All right. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Well, that was a, I don't want to say a fun conversation, but it was very fun and informative to hear other stories when it comes to mental health and different aspects of it. Um, So thank you guys for listening. Don't ever feel afraid or alone um, to the extent of not reaching out to anybody. Somebody's always there. And if you feel like nobody's there, reach out to me. I will respond when I can um, and we can figure out the next step for you. All right. Thanks, guys.